1: As you all know, we're in some very trying times with this COVID-19 pandemic that seems to be hitting us across the world. Well, for one thing for sure, we all seem to be united in feeling unsure about the future and what it holds, what it means for all of us, and how we're going to manage self-care and caring for others during these trying times. We will get through this, folks, and I just wanted to take a moment And go through some of the things that you each can do to take care of yourself and to take care of your loved ones during these trying times. As you know, my focus is around digital well-being. And so my conversation is going to be focused around the things that you can use, whether it's technology or it's care of your technology, to make sure that you are getting the best care that you can get and you're connecting in the best way that you can. So one of the things that I'm really excited to share with you is that one of the companies that I've been working with, it's called Enlight, is launching a new app. It's actually been launched for a while, but they're in the process of getting ready to launch their full version. At this point, they have offered to make the beta available for all of you out there, and I hope that you will share it with others. You might have heard the episode where I interviewed the founder. Don Hernandez, About & Light, and it's a mental health app that's intended to provide services for people who are, you know, it's stigma-free related resources for people that are suffering from mental health issues, and you don't have to be in any extreme to benefit from this app. It's everything from, if you are suffering from anxiety, stress, substance use disorder, financial worries, any of these things that a lot of us are really struggling with, problems with sleeping, a lot of these things are all going to be triggered by the current situation. So I urge you to go on, download the Enlight app, E-N-L-Y-T-E, from your app store and try out some of the meditations. Try out the gratitude practice. Remind yourself each day what you're grateful for. Let's not get stuck in the bog and the Merv of just everything feeling like, you know, it's not possible to get out because actually there's some great things that can come out of this. We can all unite together in solving these problems. So, let me explain to you a little bit more what the binaural beats piece is because I think a lot of people aren't really clear on what that means. So, The binaural beats in this application get you into a theta brain state in two and a half minutes, which is conducive to calm and relaxation, peace of mind. It's really that that positive feeling where your whole body relaxes. And in the instance of Enlight, they've layered it with positive affirmations that pump straight into your subconsciousness. So this is really using technology in the best way possible. And so it takes a moment to load so just be mindful these are very big files so allow it time to load and make sure you are listening with a headset on because it really by binaural it needs to come in both of your ears simultaneously for it to function and as i mentioned before this is a beta application so the user interface is a little bit clumpy don't worry folks it will get better but the functionality is All there. All the tools that you need are already available. And they are unlocking them so that they are free to all of you for this 30 day quarantine time. And that may get extended, you know, as we need it if the quarantine is extended. But at this point, it's all about getting you the care that you need, making sure that if you do previously have, for example, a substance abuse issue, that These kinds of instances don't actually trigger a slip into picking that back up again. Let's make sure that we can support people during these really challenging times where people have financial fear, anxiety around getting the disease, anxiety about passing it on. Of course, there's isolationism, which I'll talk a little bit more about as the show goes on and some of the things you can do for that in as well. But, you know, depression, increased substance abuse, suicidal ideation, these are all kinds of things that people will be really struggling with over the coming period. So let's make sure that we can get the tools available to them, you know, that are out there. So the site, again, is Enlight.com, or the app is Enlight.com, and go ahead and download the app and test it out and, you know, let us know how it's going for you, but Most important thing is that you just take some time to try it and download it on Wi-Fi because the files are so large. You don't want to be using up your cellular data. There is one caution or a small caution. If you're epileptic or if you're six months pregnant, please do not use the binaural beats. It can apparently induce labor for those who are six months pregnant or more, and it's not good for people who have epilepsy. Otherwise, I highly recommend it. I've been using it regularly, and it's been hugely helpful for me for travel, for sleeping, and for, you know, anxiety whenever there's challenging stuff going on. So I highly recommend it, but I'm really, I feel very fortunate to be part of the team to be able to offer that to you and make it available worldwide to anyone that feels a little extra need for support. So that's light. Go ahead, download it, check it out, use it as much as you need. It is free for now. And parts of it will always be free, but they've unlocked the entire app. So just for clarification, they've unlocked the entire thing with the meditations, with the binaural beats, and the gratitude practice, all of that is available now to all of you. So and when I talked a little bit already about isolationism, and one of the beautiful things with technology that some of us have already been experiencing, and hopefully all of you will try a little bit more of, is even though we need to be in a space of social distancing, I say that in quotes, because it seems like no matter where you are on the globe, social distancing seems to be the buzz expression, if you will. So social distancing, what does that mean? That means six feet away from each other, but if you actually are, you know, experiencing a cold or just feeling a little bit weak from whatever, you know, if your immune system has been knocked out or if you are in vulnerable population, a six-foot bubble, if you will, around you is good. But that also means that You want to be creating spaces for working in, you know, now that all of the kids are coming home, a lot of kids are being sent home from schools, whether it's colleges or whether they're, you know, younger and going to school, day schools no longer. Now they're all coming home and working from home, doing their studies from home. You need to find spaces so that you can also work in peace and quiet and actually get your work done. Now, what you may find is that this is actually a really effective way to work and you can get the work that you normally would get done and your kids would normally get done over the course of an entire day can be completed in two, three hours. That does not mean go pester everybody else in your household when you are done. It means that you should go outside or find something else to entertain yourself so that you're not being disruptive. So using these tools like FaceTime, like text, like calls, like Zoom. You know, sending pictures and videos to friends and family, sharing your favorite movies, podcasts, book tips, getting people out there to try new things. There's a lot of really wonderful podcasts out there. I just posted some of my favorite podcasts recently. Go onto your social media and share the podcasts that you love. Give them a little love. Don't forget to uh take some time to listen to some of those podcasts or shows that you haven't had a chance to do that have been sitting in your queue. You know, put your headset on, have a quiet moment to allow the other people that are in your household trying to do their work or they're studying from home and need quiet. Let them have that space and, and take yours. But when you've done that, you know, give a little love. A lot of those podcasters, performers, entertainers, you know, their lifestyle and their, their livelihood more likely requires, you know, a lot of the events that have been canceled. And so, you know, give them a little love by taking a moment to share your thoughts, give them a rating or review, maybe even reach out and tell them how much you love their work. It really means a lot and it will help other people find them if it's, if you find things that you really enjoy. So take it, you know, take a moment to actually give some feedback and giving feedback to your loved ones is also really important. Going back to the social distancing, a lot of you have loved ones that are across the country or maybe in a place where they may not be able to be close to other individuals because they are under treatment for something, or they're in that vulnerable population because they're elderly or have small children. I think it's important to remember to to reach out to those people too, because social isolation can be quite traumatic for people, and it also can trigger a lot of those the mental challenges and we need to remember that in a state of an emergency like this there can be no recovery without mental health support and part of that mental health support is you know letting those people that we love know that we're there for them and how they can reach us how we can support them better so using all the tools that are at our disposal we have these great technology pieces that will help us reach out to them whether it's from your laptop your iPad your your phone whatever it is, to reach out to people and make sure that they know that they are not alone and uh, that you're thinking of them. So another piece that I think a lot of us are forgetting is get outside. You know, that six-foot perimeter, it's a lot easier to get if you're outdoors. Now, I know a lot of you are living in places that maybe that's not possible, but if it is possible, get outside, get fresh air. Fresh air is a great way to sort of rinse out your system, and get cleansed and also take good care of your body while you're taking care of your mind. It'll clear out a lot of those cobwebs and uh, get you healthy, getting, get you feeling good. So I think, you know, there's a lot of different things to be talking about here, but I think one of my key themes that I want to keep reminding you is to take care of your mental health as well as your physical health and some of the things that can be triggers for that. So you have people that are very, fearful of germs. And uh, right now, a lot of what's going on is really making their lives very complicated. And fear is, you know, bubbling up in a lot of different ways. People that aren't normally having anxieties around that are starting to discover that they do have them sort of recessantly. So, you know, maybe we should take a lesson from their book and have that conversation about cleanliness with the entire family and your peers. You know, have signs in your house to remind people that when they come in from an external environment, they should be washing their hands thoroughly. And if they have a phone in their hand, to wipe it down and make sure that it's also going to be clean. So any hard services actually can continue to carry that bacteria. And uh, we carry our phones with us and touch it constantly. And even though we may be the only ones that are touching the phone, as we're moving around and we're touching other things, we bring that bacteria and put it on the phone. So they're actually very dirty little devices, but that can be resolved by making sure that we, uh, you know, wipe them down. You can use isopropyl alcohol, or you could actually, if you don't, if you can't get access to isopropyl alcohol, because that's one of those things people are hoarding, just, you know, use soap and water on a cloth, damp cloth, and just wipe it down, the very bare minimum. Same with hand washing, you know, and If you don't have alcohol wipes, just use soap and water. It's that washing your hands, singing the birthday song, sing it twice if it makes you feel better. Make sure you're really thinking about that. And in terms of the cleanliness, it's a lot of just thinking about like, how do you clean your house? How How do you wipe down any of those solid hard surfaces and minimize the bacterial spread as people are coming through? And then let's have a little conversation about toilet paper. I know, what does that have to do with digital well-being? Well, (laughs) you know, it doesn't necessarily have to do with digital well-being, but we are going to talk about cleanliness and just the, uh, you know, the chaos and the fear. And I mean, yeah, how many of you seen all these crazy pictures of shelves in the stores that are just completely empty, no toilet paper, no isopropyl alcohol, no hand wipes? You know, I mean, seriously, people. Do you need that much toilet paper? I get it. Maybe if you think you're going to be in quarantine for 2 weeks, you may go through a lot of toilet paper and you don't want to run out of it. But there's also a question of responsible toilet paper usage and purchase. So, I'm going to have a very quick having teens, this is, you know, may seem like a funny thing to say, but remind them that they don't need 10 sheets to wipe their bottom. You know, just that simple thing of like just how much toilet paper do you need? where part of it is just sort of recognizing not being as wasteful. We don't necessarily need to hoard if we're using things responsibly. And if we're minimizing the amount of waste that we create, we actually don't go through as much stuff. We don't go through as as much food. We don't go through as much toilet paper. We don't go through as much cleaning supplies. Uh, Cleaning supplies, of course, you know, you do need to use them. But seriously, you don't need an entire roll of of paper towels to wipe down a surface. What about all of the rags that you use? How about old t-shirts that nobody's using anymore? Maybe try to break those down and use those as rags so that you can run a wash regularly and have fresh cloths. And you can use those. So t-shirts are actually really great for wiping down your phone. You can have one that you, you know, use those, use some soap and water and wipe down your phone with too. So, you know, some people are t-shirt hoarders. There's all kinds of different things that, uh, you know, maybe the, all those unmatched socks that have been floating around in your house, maybe it's a good time to turn those into your phone wipes or even a phone sock for carrying it around once it's clean. Another great thing for us to keep in mind as we're moving into this place of social isolation and uh, hoarding, as we're talking a lot about all these things that people are feeling absolutely necessary, can't live without. Some people have this obsession with, I don't know, chocolate. Chocolate, of course, is a necessity in my house. But things like sugar are something to be really mindful about and just eating in general. It's very easy when you are stuck in isolation or just sitting watching TV or just trying to kill some time to eat a lot more than we're used to doing and be mindful of taking care of your body and thinking about the things that you're putting into it. As I mentioned on one of my brief videos that I popped up on social recently, just think about your sugar intake because it actually can lower your immune system if you're taking in too much sugar, especially if you're not taking the time and the effort to actually work that sugar out of your system. The other thing that, you know, and talk about working that stuff out of your system, there's all kinds of great workouts that you can do from home. So what, your gym is closed, go on to one of the websites or there's, you know, there's free yoga, there's all kinds of great apps where you can, you know, do yoga lessons, you can do kickboxing, you can do whatever. And I mean, if you really feel the necessity to share it with your friends and not be by yourself. Oh yeah, turn your video on. You can do it FaceTime at the same time with your friends and you can laugh at each other in your funny yoga poses. Whatever you need to do to get your body moving, be mindful of the fact that there are tools out there. All you need is the space wide enough for a yoga mat and you can get your workout in. Make sure you're also taking the time to get up and move around. And by that, I mean, don't sit in your chair all day long or on the couch for that matter. Your body will get stale. If you're like me, that's got chronic back issues, that kind of stuff flares up. Think about your posture. A lot of things to take into mind, but uh, you can set a timer on your computer to get you up every 30 minutes so that you're just get up, move around, do a little lap around the apartment, lap around the house. Whatever you need to do to keep your body moving. If you have two floors, go up and down those stairs a couple times. Just get your blood pumping. It's important to think about how your body's moving and what's happening when you're in a confined space. If you need to walk in place, do that. You know, stand in place and just do figure eights with your hips. It'll keep your body moving. Circulate your neck. You know, rotate it around. Do some of the mindfulness exercises, but while you're doing them, think about how the air and energy is flowing through your body. It's really important to take care of yourself in these times, and it's very easy to be stagnant when you're on devices all day long. So think about that for yourself and for others in your household. If you find that they're sitting for too long, remind them to just get up and move. Just get up, take a lap around the couch if they need to. But it's important to be thinking about self-care and keeping your energy flowing, keeping the positive energy flowing in your household as well. If you have the opportunity and you're in a climate where you can do it, open up the windows, get some fresh air, that'll make a really big difference for you as well. So think about these things and be conscious about when you use your technology. And so here's another thing that I think is really, really important. And those of you who've been listening for a while know I am just very adamant about keeping your phones out of your bedroom. And now we're in a time that, you know, with social isolation and all of your family members may be coming back into your home or whether it's your roommates or whatever, and everybody's working in the same spaces. If you need to use the bedrooms during the day for study spaces where you can create a do not disturb sign, do it mindfully and be very clear on the hours that are working hours. You can choose what those hours are, but don't make them disrupt your sleep hours and your downtime hours. Take advantage of this time to have meals together, to have conversations about what this experience means to you you may find some beautiful gems that come out of this in terms of uniting people in sharing their fear and their anxiety but also their joy in being together so you know it's not all bad it doesn't have to be all bad but do keep in mind that it'll probably get worse before it gets better so we really need to be mindful as how we move forward start your day with a very simple mindfulness practice of gratitude. Just wake up and think, I'm alive. I'm here. Who's here with me? We're all here together. And the more you can do that, the better off we'll all be. And the less inclined we will be towards moving into panic in this chaos. So let's all take good care of each other. And I honor all of you. And I'm so glad that you're alive and that you're with me and really appreciate your taking the time to listen today. And if we need to, we'll just keep revisiting this topic with more ideas. And if you have anything that you would love for us to talk about on the show, please feel free to reach out on my Facebook page that's open. It's uh, Dr. Forbesista. Come on, join me there in a conversation about surviving the quarantine and uh, digital well-being. And I look forward to hearing from you, and I look forward to getting through this together with all of you. Sending you much love and joy. Until next time, bye-bye for now.
0: Thank you for joining us for The Evolving Digital Self. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app now so that you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, please give us a rating and a review and join the digital self-mastery movement to create more conscious use of technology by sharing it and telling your friends. Want to see where you fit on the digital self-spectrum and how it might be impacting your business and relationships? Get your free copy of Digital Self-Mastery today by clicking on the link in the show notes.